Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i'm naomi <laughs> we're a real life couple real life couple of comedians and on couples therapy we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners i started laughing because right before we started i'm like wait how's the intro go <laughs> and it was literally like hello <laughs> that's how it starts with hello and welcome so we goofing yeah no, i just ugh, keep making bad food choices my tum tum hurts i was up at three in the morning with Rhea. And I just like don't understand. And not Seahorn. Not Rhea Seahorn. Okay. Not Rhea Pearlman. The unfun one. And so I'm just a little a little low in. You were up with apostrophe end. Rhea. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, I won't I won't lean into it. But the point is that's why I'm a little low energy, a little ooh, a little queasy. But But we are you know, we are celebrating, so you know, uh, we started, we got engaged about nine years ago. Ten, I think. Ten, almost. Almost. Yeah. And yeah. just like after a while, you know, our parents had a lot of desires for what the wedding, what they wanted the wedding to be. So we were just like, let's just postpone this until. Andy always says that, but I will say it's also like, I don't have a planning bone in my body and we didn't have the money. <laughs> like, let's be real about it too. Mm. It's like, you had to plan it. You got to pay for mm. it. 
And that's hard, Andy. I'm sorry. Did I undermine you in front of company? No, no. I do not have masculine ego tied up in the need to be right anymore. And I was going to say, I was like, you don't. <laughs> anymore. 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 Once upon a time, sure. But now... <laughs> Now I can recognize, and in fact, that's that's what makes me marriage material, Naomi. Exactly. It was just why I said, "Let's do it now. Let's lock it in now." We just we 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 put a put some money down on a wedding planner. We got a wedding planner. Someone's planning the wedding. A wedding is gonna happen. It's J Lo. <laughs> oh my god! Wouldn't it be so funny if I was like, "Dear Jennifer Lopez, I truly love your movie, The Wedding Planner," and was wondering if I could hire you as my wedding planner. She'd be like one million dollars. Yes, she would do. She would do. <laughs> she an would awesome put her hours. pinky. She would put her pinky to her bottom <laughs> lip, and, and she would go one million dollars. That's what she would say. That's that was that was not even what Doctor Evil said. Like I no, was, no, no, it was not. But I think that like it's good that we did this. <laughs> you know, I think it was. I think it's really good. Um, so I'm proud of us Ooh. for really bringing in a Doctor Evil reference uh, in 2022. <laughs> You know what, guys? The point is, we're going to play at a wedding. I mean, I can't imagine. I guess I about got to buy a dress. But, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to come together. It's going to be beautiful. Mm. Speaking of things that happen and are beautiful and come together, did you know we have a Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon. And quite frankly, now the wedding planning has started, there could be some pretty good episodes coming up, honey. Yeah. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes. And it's just me and Andy, honey. We'd be up in this house. We'd be spilling tea. Okay, we be throwing shade, we be crying, we be complaining, and animals appears on microphone. I mean, we're pulling back the sick curtain of showbiz. That's Andy's preferred phrase, the sick curtain. Pull it back. We're getting into it, and it's a good time. So if you want to go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod for five dollars, five bones, you get to support us allowing us to not do ads for things that are evil <laughs> and helping us keep keep the show going. And you get some more fun with two of your favorite hosts. Can I say that? There were two of your favorite hosts. I think we're going to do a Peach Zoom hangout soon. We got to do Well, I said when we hit 500 Patreons, Zoom hang. 500 Patreons, Zoom hang. Okay, we may even have to break it up into a couple hangs because not everyone can come into one Zoom. But that's my commitment. That's my commitment. So think about that. Anyway, can we talk about today's guest, Andy? I wish you would because this was so fun. <laughs> today's guest is a hilarious comedian and actor. You've already heard her dulcet tones. The one, the only, Steph Tolov. Steph Tolov, I think, I mean, we start out complimenting each other. We start this episode <laughs> just being like, I love you. No, I love you. Steph is hilarious. She is kind. She is so funny. You can see her on Netflix on Bill Burr Presents Friends Who Kill. Her set is wonderful. You can also listen to her podcast, Steph Infection. Episodes drop every of Thursday. Of course, course Steph Infection. <laughs> the point is, Steph is out here giving us the goods, and you must partake. Would you say she is giving life? I said she is giving life, honey. <laughs> So without further ado, I'm going to say, roll it. Steph, do you know that when the the Netflix is a joke festival stuff dropped, we went and fast forwarded to your set first? That was literally <laughs> the first thing that we did with that. That's very kind and psycho, but very nice. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even seen mine. I said, I want to see what Steph Tolib's is doing immediately. Well, I got to say whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. You were on a very curated, I believe, <laughs> and that's the wrong term, but you weren't allowed to, you know, 
I was I they let me say whatever the fuck I wanted, which I can't believe they did. I mean, it was so great. It was just so perfect. It was just they stopped. Naomi had five minutes. That was all about like rectal sores that she was. <laughs> and David Letterman was like, no, shut it down. <laughs> I do like to talk about rectal sores. Yeah. If there's one, look, if there's one thing that's synonymous with your comedy. Yep. Yep. It's butthole pain. Yeah. 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 Um, now, Steph, honey, just we just have to talk <laughs> because you know you're a real gift of LA for me. I I, I put you. It's like you, Deborah Di Giovanni, people where I'm like, okay, these are the ladies. This is these are the comedians I want to be knowing. These are the comedians who. Oh, and Robbie, I feel like Robbie Hoffman. Three, and also wait, wait a minute, all three of you are Canadian. That's crazy. We are. Well, technically, Robbie was born in America. That's so true. That's yes, true. we are Canadian. Deb was actually my. Uh, my comedy icon growing up like she was oh. the first live show I ever saw and I talked to her after I said I want to do it and you know normally when people say that to me I'm like get in my fucking face but Deb was so nice <laughs> do it you'd be great and I'm like you don't even know who I am you sweet, sweet woman <laughs> well it's just funny just because of course when I think of it you know there's a Canadian stereotype of like we're gentle and kind and all three of you yell a lot real aggressive in your we're own ways we're absolutely not gentle at all and I need to tell you I want to, I, you're like, every time anybody asks me who my favorite comics are, you are on the list. You are the only person who made anybody laugh over Zoom. I don't think you understand. <laughs> Zoom comedy was bad. And I put you on the show, this stupid show, and you fucking murdered. And I was like, jealous in a way I've never just, <laughs> how do you murder on Zoom? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. You can't. You did it. So you can do it, turns out, so. Thank you. That's oh, very kind. Right. That's well, that very great. kind. Yeah. Well, now, Andy, we're done complimenting each other. If you want to say something. <laughs> sure. I got nothing no. for you, Andy. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. You don't really know me. Thanks. <laughs> I like a bug earlier. Do you want, I'll send you some of the scripts I've written and you can tell me. <laughs> do a nice, gentle read over. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so what we do here in Couples Therapy, I don't know if you've ever heard before, but we force our guests to do a deep dive into the relationship <laughs> history, if they're willing to. I mean, look, I'm, I'm an open book here. If I, if I can go on Netflix and tell the people that I have chlamydia, I think I can uh, discuss my. Um, so, yeah, because when you guys asked me, I was like, they know I'm wildly single. I'm like, of course. Of course. Do you what know the you person you got chlamydia from? Do you like know the exact vector? No, 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 no. no. It's uh, some of its jokes. Um, <laughs> um, OK, well, you know what? I have something I want to bring up. I got something I want to bring up. I think this is the perfect time to bring it up on a couple of podcasts. So I'm, I'm talking to a guy who's just talking. We're just mm -hmm. having sex. And uh, he, <laughs> and it really it really repulsed me. And now I would like now this is great to get both a guy and a girl's opinion on this. I don't know why I asked this. OK, it's my fault for asking how he masturbates. I don't know why. I, I assumed he was going to say hands. So I, I was in a hotel room. He was also. Wait. Hold on, sorry. <laughs> Let me stop you for a second there. What and yes. What well, we have to get to the answer, Indy. Yes, okay. okay. So I we were both in hotel rooms and I was like saying how I get horny when I'm in a hotel room and I was like, Do you? And he's like, Yes. And he tells me that he lies a towel down on the ground, flat, and then he humps it. And now this is an older man. This is not a young this is not a young uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at what? What He's, what age what ages are we talking about here? I don't think it matters. Talking fifty three. We're talking fifty three years of age, and I'm like, okay, like, do you do this at home as well? The answer is yes. The answer is this man every time he masturbates lies a towel flat on the ground and fucks it. 
not does not masturbate onto the towel. No, no, like, no. It's not the like, friction. Towel yeah. friction. But that also seems like I'm sorry, but that seems like it would also be like rough and not very comfortable because you're telling me it's a flat towel. So he's just kind of like rubbing it up against like a Yeah, we're talking about like a, a rug burn. Like kind a, of a yeah. penile rug burn. Yes. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. It has grossed me out in such a way that I I, I don't know if I can continue on with this. It, I can't get it out of my head. It's it's this image. is just like, it's a bad image. It's making yeah. me sad. I mean, it sounds painful, but what's like gross? I, like, I, I wouldn't do it, but it doesn't sound like I hear it. Like, I'm not repulsed. Like, I, I'm not like, it doesn't, uh, uh, it doesn't like turn my skin inside out. Well, okay, Steph. Okay, here's what I'm wondering. Because here's here's what I'm turned off by it. Not only does it seem like it's a friction that would be painful, but that's not for me to say, right? He might enjoy it. It is the uh, choreography that is meant to somehow simulate actual intercourse. Mm-hmm. That's what we don't. Li- that's what I don't like about it. It seems complicated to me. It's like, why are you trying to like hump as though you are entering something, but that is a towel? Yeah. <laughs> you also- see that as- Yes. Uh, my biggest problem is why aren't you just humping the bed? The bed seems like it would be c- more comfortable and it's kind of lumpy, like maybe like a woman. The fact that you're on a flat, <laughs> hard Howard Johnson floor is making me sick. And your body, my biggest thing is your body, he's a bigger guy. The body isn't just on the towel unless he's lying yeah. on a few towels. There's yeah. skin going, to be going off road and going on, on the rug. Yeah. Yep. That's also part of it as well. Well, what's you know, the towel is so gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of it's like gross, but I just like it's not like. <laughs> but well, it's not like I'm like I imagine like what's the stuff that like you know what we have so many brown widows outside. You and these goddamn brown widow spiders, <laughs> and they're, they're so repulsive. The idea of them is so repulsive to me that like other repulsive things uh, lose their sheen, lose their repulsivity. Okay, and I'm just <sighs> like, eh, eh. Andy, you're comparing someone's masturbatory habits to a poisonous spider. Yes, and that's already a problem. Okay, <laughs> I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. If so, I'm on your, I just want to know the psychology to this guy. I, I'm more curious about like what was he doing in his teenage years yes. that got him into fucking towels. Towels. That's my thing too. And it's also like I could see if the towel was like folded up or like warm, I, warm from the dryer. I mean something nice like this. I just <laughs> the problem is when he told me I burst out laughing because I thought it was a oh, joke. No. Yeah. And then, he continued to be like, no, I'm serious. Like, wouldn't you have, if you saw me be like, oh, no, this isn't real. You go, oh, yeah, I actually am joking. Like, <laughs> I, the whole thing is really, it's really, tell you what, rub me the wrong way. <laughs> I, and I can't get past it. So the, I have no relationship right now. We'll say, we'll, we'll say. <laughs> I was talking to another guy who, and I wanted to, I asked him if he wanted to be kind of serious because I didn't know what was happening with it. And he did a whole rigmarole, how he doesn't think he can be serious right now, blah, blah, blah. And since we've had that conversation, he's been texting me every day. So I don't know what the fuck's going <laughs> I'm very confused in all aspects of life. Um, but I haven't had a serious boyfriend in a very long time. My f- first big relationship, I was 19 years old uh, with my college sweetheart, Steve, who I talk about all the time. I was going to say this is Steve, because I would, Steve, who, t- who now is still friends with your parents. Yeah. So I talk about this a lot because it's psychotic. Uh, I broke up with Steve for Andy for, for a little backstory here for the listeners. <laughs> Steve and I dated from 19 to 24 years of age. I broke up with him when I was 24, uh, and he still talks to my father. Now, I am 37, so let's <laughs> of a, And it's not just a, a, hey, how are you doing, Pete? It's birthday, Christmas, Father's Day, all the time. Like, I, he, my dad literally the day, he's like, oh, Steve called me today. And I go, how long did you talk to him? 30 minutes. 
I don't <laughs> my father for 30 minutes. I, I have maybe an eight-minute conversation <laughs> max length with this man. It's crazy. Wow. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. They're friends. They're pals. Okay. Does he have a father? Yes, he does. That he's actually very close to. Oh, I thought he was. I was assuming. I thought literally I was with you. I was like, oh, he must be fatherless. And your dad was important to him. No, no. They're 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 just actually pals. Very strange. I don't like it. It's very (laughs) odd to me. And and I find it concerning. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it is a lot. Well, because you posted recently a video. You guys, you know, you got to follow Steph on the socials. I mean, this is what got Bill Burr to find her. I Bill mean, Burr said, this, this gal's got the stuff. But <laughs> you posted that video where you said, your parents went to Steve's wedding. Well, they didn't know he invited them. He invited oh, they didn't go. Okay. No, they didn't go. Because I was like, you're not fucking going. This is craziness at this point. Like, <laughs> we need to draw a line somewhere. And that's going to Steve's wedding. My dad literally went to Steve's house. This is like four years ago, five. Rewired. His garage for him, because my dad is wiring, slept over. <laughs> slept over, and Steve's wife made them dinner. It's very bizarre. Did he go it's to the odd. bachelor party? No, I, I'm not part of any of it, and, I, and I, I'm keeping myself out of it. They can do whatever the fuck they're doing back in Canada. I don't like it. They're, like, they have the same taste of music. Like Literally, when I was dating Steve, he would go up to my parents' cottage with just my dad. It begs the question, was he fucking my dad? I don't know anymore. It's like... <laughs> This is so bizarre. I, people wonder why I do comedy because my life makes no sense, and I don't want it to be like this. Do I you like, attract I, this energy around you? Do you like? Wa- do you like secretly want to have this like strangeness, this like towel fucking weirdness around you? I I, I would love nothing more than just to have a, a normal, nice life. I would just love <laughs> to not have to deal with this fucking wild shit every fucking day. It's crazy. I, I it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, but yeah, so Steve, I will say, minus the fact Steve was best friends with my father, uh, Steve was in my best relationship. He was a nice guy. He wanted to get married. Uh, he's like, I had lost my virginity to him. I'm like, this can't be it. I, I can't be. I'm not yeah. done. I'm not done. I'm just starting. You know what I mean, <laughs> so uh, I dated another guy for three, two and a half, three years after him. Um, uh, that did not end well. It ended quite quite horribly he uh he was a comedian and yeah, there may have been cops involved he may have got a bit stalkery there may have been a bit of a oh yeah there may have been a him showing up at my house at four in the morning on drugs not leaving scaring my roommates type situation was uh, that here or in canada canada this is canada was it the guy who ran just for laughs was that <laughs> jeff singer <laughs> i wish that would have got me further in my career if i fucked jeff singer that's sick <laughs> I swear to God, where is Jeff? It's just I. Just, I actually saw a fedora and a coat on the ground the other day, and I took a photo. and I almost posted R.I.P. Jeff Singer. I've <laughs> <laughs> known what the hell that was. Um, I dated another guy after him, and this one I, I have a little. I have a little show and tell for this one. This one, it was a very on and off. It was like five years of fucking on and off. Him like saying he loved me, then him the next day ignoring me. Us hanging out all the time, him acting like we weren't together. We ended up getting matching tattoos in Montreal one weekend. We, I, he, he opened for me. He's actually a funny comedian, so it sucks that he's a piece of shit with women. But <laughs> uh, so we got matching tattoos. But I just got it covered up. I just finally officially got it covered up. Uh, wow. I have a palm tree. I can show. I can show the people. I just got it covered. Oh wow, that looks very good. Wait, what is it covering? Because it really does just look like a tree on its own. It's, it, it was covering an ice cream cone. 
Okay. Okay. We were talking about it done. Um, what did the ice cream cone signify? We just both had the same one. We just were eating ice cream that day, and we got drunk in the day, and we thought, "Let's we're like this is the best weekend ever. Let's remember it." <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I, "Why? I've made a huge mistake." Uh, <laughs> and yeah, but it's been there for like years. I finally, I just got it covered up like two weeks ago. So I'm fucking wow. Feels good. It you're feels free. Good. Yeah, you're free now. I mean, you do say, you know, you say like, I don't want this craziness. However, because, you know, I think I see some of my past self in you, Steph. You know, when you're just a young gal out on the town and you're just kind of like, especially I think when you perform this idea of like, well, this will be funny. You know what I mean? Like doing stuff because you're like, well, either way, this is going to be something. Uh Whether it's like the good thing or like a story, you're like, it'll be something. And so I think that certainly when you're like i don't want to attract crazy but i do think that perhaps maybe you're not as afraid of crazy like it like you know what i mean like a little weirdness it doesn't turn you off immediately no and it it is sick because when i like it is it is a sickness where i'm like i get worried that if i do get in a serious relationship i'm not gonna have funny stories anymore <laughs> which is so <laughs> fucked up and i know and i was like this one guy that i've been seeing that i've been like kind of i liked him for a bit and i was like Oh, I don't, I haven't had a new joke in like in like a month and a half, two months, because I'm like, oh, usually my fucking bits are about some guy ghosting me or some psychopath or some like insane thing happening to me. So that worries me. But I'm like, I don't want. I I would like to try to be like. I also think this is another thing. I think my comedy gives off a very different vibe to men. I know I'm very mm-hmm. assertive. I'm aggressive. It's a, I get it. <laughs> I know I'm what I'm giving off. But I think I'm giving off the guys that do approach me after shows are very strange. So in Colorado Springs over the weekend, this guy like was DMing me. He's like, hey, well, I see you're Colorado Springs. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing shows. Come to the shows. Like, just being, come to the show. Of course, of course. Exactly. A normal thing to react. And I hope he's listening to this because I, I was very creeped out. I, I did have to run out the back door, which I don't like to do. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Crazy. There was no security there. It was a fucking nightmare. After the show, he comes up to me and he's like, I'm here. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, you told me to come. So now what? I'm like, now? And I'm like the fuck like did this guy think i was gonna fuck him like did he think me saying come to the show man yeah. let's fuck like i was so confused by it and there was like yeah. another guy like drove from denver who was like i don't know where i'm staying tonight and i'm like i don't uh, know either uh, where you're staying tonight so literally the host saw that i was uncomfortable and then i literally they went to the bathroom and i ran out the back door to my hotel like i was oh like what God. the fuck vibe am i giving off like just because women talk about sex and being open and being single doesn't mean they're there to get fucked after the show yeah, yeah. like i don't know what the fuck you thought it was so bizarre right so- also what a smooth opening line i'm here yeah <laughs> i did it i did what you said yeah now what like what do you mean now what now what's the most in- like that's crazy right. now what exactly especially because like now what the show was the what you did it. You can go now. Like, literally, I told you to come yeah. to the show. I now what is go to Denny's and get yourself some fucking eggs or something. Get out of my face. <laughs> get out of my fucking face. <sighs> or, yeah, I like the, the I'm getting like strange messages from the Netflix thing. Very really specific things men want to do to my mullet. Very bizarre. <sighs> oh, gross. Gross. Uh... Ali Wong, who has that joke where it's like, Men get all these women after shows, like attractive women who want to fuck them, and women get the absolute ghouls. Like, we get fucking creeps. We get, like, psychopaths. Like, I'm like, if any of these guys were remotely good-looking, yeah, I probably would fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just scary. They're all, yeah. They're all, I don't know. I'm giving off a a vibe that I don't, I got to pull it back or something, because I I don't like what's coming in. 
I don't. Yeah. You also there is there's a certain like segment of comedians where like the fans are like it it if you're kind of like uh, dirty in quotes a little bit y- there is like a, a there is a segment of that audience that is just like uh, gargoyles yes. just like gross like gargoyles whereas like uh the less dirty comedians there might be gargoyles but they're more like quiet yes yeah well well i think what's happening too is that people aren't like for instance you know because i'm all sex negative and i'm just a little grandma it's not like i'm what i enjoy is you saying it and also like the way you say things and the delivery of it and i think for for people who are not um very bright or who don't know how to read cues i think they take the information you're saying as gospel they're like she is telling me this thing about her yeah that's what i was trying to say yes as a tiptoeing so far around it that i did not say (laughs) where i think that's what it is like they hear and they think like you know that as opposed to like oh isn't it like just a funny thing to say you see what i'm saying like i'm like oh isn't like they don't i don't think they don't know that difference they don't know that difference and i think that you know, also, too, it's like you are an attractive woman in a public space. And I think and like, listen, I don't get creepers, but I get messages, too. We're in a different world. You what? Pe- Girl, hush. <laughs> I know. I'm just fine. <laughs> You're in a different world. We're in a different time. Right. Like, you know, t- 10, 15 years ago, you know, a comic did something. People liked it or didn't like it. And that's all you heard of it. Like people talked about it at a coffee shop. Nowadays, people will come to that person directly and give them their feedback. I didn't grow up, right? Like when we like shit, I I never wrote Chris Rock a letter when I was like 20. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, what? Like I don't get, like so it's a different thing. I think people then also now feel this like, well, if you're on social, then I can talk to you. Oh yeah. And now it's, and even like, some and I, I'm nice with my DMs. Like I, I like to reply. I don't go crazy. I, I'll do a yep. heart or I'll say thank you, whatever. Yeah. But I get people. One guy. Oh my God, you replied. Can I ask you for dinner? I'm like, no. This is not the impression of this. Yeah. It was you said I was funny. I said thank you, and yep. then felt weird. Like yep. Uh, uh, no, that's not how it goes. It go. You get a compliment. You say thank you. Then the next thing is a request for pictures of your feet. That's- <laughs> That's what it is in 2022. <laughs> That's well, literally, I, I can read this one that literally just happened yesterday. And I, I, I it was such a transgression that I, I'm like alarmed by it. <laughs> um, it was OK. Now I got to fucking find this stupid thing. Oh, I have no Internet. Right now. That's why um, it was literally like you should get an OnlyFans. And I was like, uh, nope, going to stick to the comedy. Oh, my God. You replied. Thank you so much. I'd really love to take you over dinner. What are you talking about? So, <laughs> I, 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 I should not even. Now I'm like, I, I want to reply though, because I'd like to reply. I, I feel I'm the same way. Yeah, I know. Station, but like, you know, have a nice back to or whatever. It's, 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 it's bizarre what happens. Like, I'm sure you get recognized. Do you get recognized when you're out and stuff now? I'm sure you do. Like, people see you on the street and stuff. She does. She's being modest. So, a being little. Modest. Mm-hmm. I never, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but I'm like, it weirds me out when it does. I'm like, I never wanted this level of attention. I wanted to be a, like, my example to go to is always David Cross. If you saw David Cross on the street, you're gonna go, "Holy fuck, is that David Cross?" You're not gonna go, "Let's go get a fucking selfie with David Cross." You'll be right. David Cross. That's it. You saw him. You go, "Holy shit!" And you go on with your day. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want. So like this, like weird level of I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that people know who I am, or whatever. But like, it's again, it's ne- there hasn't been one attractive man, <laughs> <laughs> like but- one hot guy. I'd be like, please, <laughs> one. Steph, like when that guy, to me, it seems aggressive for someone to go, you should 
uh, you should have an OnlyFans. Like, that seems to me like I would have, like, if someone said that to me, I would have just muted or blocked them immediately. Like, it was nice of you to respond in the first place. Because that just, that seems aggressive. And that one I shouldn't have. Now that I look back when someone mentions something like that, like, usually it's, yeah, that's a rare one. But like, a, that, uh, yeah, some guys have, like, oh, one guy on Facebook. This is what creeps me out, too. If you're going to message somebody on Facebook, it's so weird. <laughs> He wants to hold my mullet back while he eats sushi off of my body. And I'm like, I don't like this. This is <laughs> odd. Odd. Oddly specific. I'm like, I have people telling me that they like they're watching my set while they're fucking their husband. And I'm like, this is uh like it's it's because what I talk about. I'm like, I, I yeah. just opened up a portal for people for all the sickos. The sickos are now like <laughs> They've entered this sick realm of fucking filth. They're like, yeah, she wants to hear it. She wants, like, I, I don't want to hear it. I, I'm scared. I'm fucking- well, okay, but knowing this, because, okay, how many years have you done stand up? 18. I've been in comedy almost 19 years now. What are you talking about? I, I started doing comedy when I was 18 years old. I'm 37. I've been- what? Yes. Yes. Wow. I've been doing it. Deb Giovanni thinks that 22 years. Oh, yeah, we fucking do it for a while before we come out here. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, why do you think the the your favorite comedians in Los Angeles are all Canadians? Yeah, you're right. People who do the work. People who've been out here doing the work and are giving me <laughs> stage presence. Okay, I want that stage presence, Sandy. It's very rare. It's there's not a lot of America. You definitely, but there's like very few. You go to like a stand up show and you watch like the same. The same like standing not in the moment type thing. yes like no movement like that's the thing is like i'm like we're on a stage like that first and foremost is a stage but that was but the reason why i asked that question because i was like you know when did you kind of lock into the way you do it now and sort of because you know this is not meant to be like a whole conversation about stand-up but the way as you said the way you are presenting your the way you are perceived mm-hmm. versus who you actually are and sort of when did that when did you kind of realize that because what's interesting is like on one hand you're like I don't like this but then as you also said too you're like I'm kind of afraid what if I get a normal relationship and then I don't have jokes yeah it's it's a very <laughs> weird fine line and I, I I've always been like kind of dirty and then I got more progressively I think in the last like more in LA as well like I remember one show I did where I talked about having a big labia and then a woman <laughs> messaged me after the show like a very sincere DM and she's like hey this is super random this is before people were like really DMing too she's like I also have a very big labia and I've been super self-conscious about it re- more recently for some reason. And I want you to know that you made me feel so much better about it. And I just want to let you know, like you've helped me. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can yeah. help. people. And I think at that moment, I'm like, okay, if I speak more, like obviously stuff is exaggerated. Like is my labia small? No, it's not small. I'm not gonna say small, but the way I exaggerate <laughs> it is not the size I say it is like, I- I'm definitely adding a bit of zhuzh on it, but like I, after I like almost every show, a woman messaged me about her vagina and says, thank you were talking about it opening like this, which is like insane. So I'm like, I think that got me like really wanting to be more open about this shit. And, and, and I'm like, it is, it is a version of myself. Like I'm not like, yeah, I'm thinking about, I'm a sick pig anyways. I am a sick. Problem is, <laughs> this makes any sense. I, I, I am a sicko. I'm like, I'm, I'm one of them. I am them. They are me. This is just well, but right, but you also have your boundary in terms of like there is what it is to perform it and what it is to yes. be in a relationship with it and to you know to what you mean? live Actually, it to li- exactly. Uh, yeah. It's different. It's different. Like how you do it on stage, where it's like you know on stage you're gruff. Like I feel like the first time I met you at a show when I said I was like, oh, who's this woman giving me lunch lady vibes? I think we were at some like it was like some 
was that the clubhouse? It was just like very black box janky. And it was you and hosting with, uh, I think, MK Paulson. And I said, who is this woman? You know, like, I think that's how I opened my set. Um, But that is obviously not what it is to have an actual conversation with you. No, I, that's the thing too. I, of course, I'm a psychopath on stage. When I go on stage, same as you, like I, the, uh, something switches off, and I just go fucking buck wild. But I'm a nice person. I cry <laughs> all the fucking time. I'm sensitive as all hell. Like I'm like I'm I'm a suck, and I'm like I just want a nice man to make love to every night. Like I just want a nice. I, it's it's the exact opposite of what I'm putting off on stage. But it's like people are scared to either get to know that side of me, or they just think, and I I, I don't know. It's the, it's the same shit. Every guy does the think you're funny. You're going to make fun of me on stage. So it's like, I don't, it's very hard to find a guy, especially in Los Angeles, who's not worried about me making fun of them. Oh, mm. that's weird. It's, it's fucked up. It's really like, yeah, you're a normal adult man who doesn't, who would never think that this is like <laughs> every guy on the apps is so self-conscious and just like, Oh, you're on the apps for, for jokes. No, I'm actually on the apps to get my fucking clit sucked. That's why I'm on the apps. <laughs> Does it say yeah, that in your profile? I don't even say anything anymore in my bio. I'm like, fuck it. Just look at my fucking face. I don't care anymore because I can't. I have also, I deleted all the apps. I can't. Oh, you did? I was going to ask you where you're meeting people. No, I'm not. Yeah. The one guy I met off Hinge that I've been talking to and the other guy's old towel man's a guy that I knew before. <laughs> oh, the, the legend of the old towel man. <laughs> old towel man. Old towel man. Oh, they say up there and up there on the mountain, there's a man who lays a towel down and fucks it. <laughs> He's an old prospector. Powell like, <laughs> in town. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so now I'm like, I'm, I keep thinking I'll meet somebody in public. That's my, I've been trying to get on the Raya app. I cannot get on it for some reason. They are refusing to give me access to this celebrity app. Did I email them? Yeah. Yeah. Did I, did I tell them I'm on Netflix? Yes, I did. Yes, of course I did. I'm furious. They will not put me on. I sent my socials. I said the exact number of what I have follower-wise. I'm that crazy. They will not give it to me. All right, fine. Don't put me on it. That's the only app I want to be on right now. Is the real thing here. I want to fuck John Ham, and that's that. Um, but otherwise, I'm like, maybe in person I'll meet somebody or like a friend of a friend. I, I'm hearing that people are introducing. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I, I feel like I'm, it's in friends who are on the app. I'm just, it's just nightmare after nightmare. I haven't heard like a good story of like a couple getting together in a long time. Have you dated someone who is normal and not insecure recently you mean recently sure no <laughs> I, I i i tend to find i don't know if i'm like it's also this is such a disgusting thing but like especially in los angeles you find somebody who's like okay and you're like oh okay i like this person but like deep down I'm like do i even want this person or am i that fucking desperate because it's like you know they don't have all like i wrote like out like a manifesting list at the beginning of the year I wrote one for comedy and I wrote one for men. And comedy is doing very well. Very good. Most things <laughs> off that list. The man list, not even fucking close. Not even fucking close. Like I, I like I, I've met a couple people after shows. One guy who we, it was like a long distance kind of thing and that fucked up. Another fan reached out to me and we had like a weird three month thing and he completely ghosted me. Of course, sends me a big email after the Netflix thing drops. Oh, what an email. He ghosted me like I was supposed to go visit him. Like literally booking the flight, and then I never heard from him again for like eight months. And then he sent me the fucking email. It was psychotic. Oh my god! And what what was that email though? Was it oh, was it? It was it was the, the word sorry never came up, but it was I'm an idiot. I should never have oh. tried to have a relationship with you. And here's the thing: not good looking. This man was actually. <laughs> 
I don't want to use this term, but he's fat and ugly. And uh, (laughs) here's the thing. I'm like, he's being nice to me. He's kind of funny. Like, it's so fucked what we're in right now where you're like, you find something small. It's like, I I don't want that. I want my whole thing. I want a tall man. I want a very tall man. I want a goofy guy. And I want him to find me hilarious. That's those are the three things. And nice. Very nice man. That's it. That that doesn't exist. I know I'm pushing it with a tall thing. Emo Emo Phillips. Uh, Is he he tall? He clicked. Yeah, I think he uh, checks all those boxes. No. Emo Phillips. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a bit too kooky for me. <laughs> What's wrong with Emo Phillips? Picture my voice and him fucking. That's a fucking cartoon right there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, horrific, horrific porn. If that ever leaked, if our porn ever leaked. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. That's a sound show. I think just for that, you should <laughs> seek out a relationship with Emo Phil. Well, this is why Stephanie's Raya. She's only going to get Emo through Raya. And that's it brings us back to that. Um, have you have you um, gone to therapy? Has that been part of I'm, your story? Yes, I am in therapy right now. Judy, shout out, love her to bits. Uh, <laughs> he's the best. I it, it mostly is me talking about men. Because I I am very triggered from getting ghosted an amount of times now that I can't I like literally I don't even know if like even though I'm saying I want to like date these this one guy or whatever I deep down don't know if I could get like fully serious because I'm like so scared of being ghosted it's happened like every every guy every guy's ghosted me every single guy I've had anything with in the last like fucking five years has ghosted me in a way that like it's not normal so I don't trust any man. I, mm-hmm. My trust is gone. I have this fucking wall up. So it's like half our therapy sessions are me just being like, I hate men. <laughs> Help me not hate them anymore. Like it's like it's literally that's what it is. And then I'll like talk to girlfriends and they're getting ghosted left, right and center. Like it's just really. Oh, my God. It's it's all it is now. It's so disgusting. Like I, I was I was even dating like this guy in in Toronto uh, during the pandemic for like three months, four months. He's like a farmer who lived like whatever. Totally ghosted me. Completely ghosted me. I was like, I'm heading back to Toronto soon, blah, blah, blah. So we had like a nice like three-month thing. And then I was like, I kind of thought we would still like text here and there. No, just completely cut me off. I think deleted my number. Like never spoke to me again. Nothing. <gasps> and it's just such a strange, it's really hard. And I know I, I, a lot of things Judy says is that like, it's not you, it's them. I'm like, but, but is it? Like, wh- how does it keep happening if it's not me? You know what I mean? At what point do I have to take some, you know, responsibility for this being the situation? I'm like, am I coming on too strong? Am I like... What am I doing? That's you know what I mean. I'm, it's it's a, very confusing. But the ghosting thing is really bizarre. Uh, I think you know. She, I think she's right. I I totally understand you and like I, that same way where you're like, well, it keeps happening. So I'm the common denominator. So is there something up? But I will say this. Unfortunately, I do think the level of selfishness and self centeredness is so pervasive. Rampant. Yeah, it's rampant in society. I'm like. It's actually not you. You're not making someone behave a certain way. Yeah, no matter what you, you do. Know what I saying? think this is the thing. No matter what you do, that's a fucked up way to end a relationship. So, yeah. like, there is no... I can't think of a good... I can't... Outside of, like, an actually abusive relationship, I can't think of a good reason why you would do that. Right. No. Unless you do need to cross state lines and change your name for safety. Right. Then you are literally just ghosting because you are too... Cowardly. Cow- exactly. You're too scared or you just have such terrible, like, communication skills. I mean, it's got to be coward because... And it's also... When I say this, I don't mean, like, one or two dates off yeah, a yeah, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of That's course. Anything. That's whatever. I'm talking three, four months, five months. Like, the guy in Canada who I was going to go visit... 
We were talking every day on FaceTime for like four months straight. Every fucking day, more than once a day. The letter Kenny Hick. (laughs) Yes. It was just such a bizarre thing to do to go from all of that to just completely cut off. Like, it's so odd. And I always like, and I'm like, my fucking therapist has me out to do this. I'm always like, I tell them that I'm like, please don't ghost me. I'm like, look, and, and the thing about female comedians and people in the entertainment industry, we already get ghosted all of the time from projects, from gigs, yep, from professionally from- ghosted constantly. I'm used. I'm used to that. I, I can handle that. You need to fucking just be like, hey, like you, I'm not going to be, a, oh, my God, really? I'll be like, all right, yeah, it sucks, but thanks for fucking telling me. Like, I had a date with a guy a while ago. We went on, like, a, we had one beer. I was like, whatever. Get home, and he messaged me, and he's like, hey, uh, hey, that was really nice, but I didn't feel a connection. Good luck out there. And I immediately wrote back. I'm like, never stop doing this. I go, <laughs> He wasn't from here. I think he's from Sweden or something. I'm like, never stop doing this. I'm like, men do not do this out here. I'm like, you've no idea. It took you two seconds. You maybe felt awkward. I'm like, I feel amazing. I'm like, I'm not upset. I yep. feel fucking great that I know that's it. Like, that's yep. it. Like, it's yep. really- Yeah, 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 definitely. It's so true. And it's also like easy. It's, it's also so much easier to do that earlier too, right? Like, you know, when you have been talking three, four, five months, you know, it, it needs a little more d- explanation. Yes. But when you start, but if, but usually I think that person and all of us, we know how we feel earlier than that, right? Like we're already kind of like, you know, when you vibe or not, or, you know, you're like, this person's fun. Cause I'm bored, but not really for me. Yeah. Back the fuck out immediately. You know what I mean? The best thing someone can do is not waste your time. That's the nicest someone can be. And that's what people need to understand. It's like, you're not being nice by avoiding a conversation. Yeah. And we're you're, fucking you're, the fuck out of my face. Like, exactly. What the hell? Time for this shit. I had to film another TikTok video that's not going to do well because I'm wearing a mustache in it and no one likes mustaches on TikTok. <laughs> what? I, I just posted a video on TikTok and it's bombing stick off. Oh, yeah, I can't wear a mustache on TikTok. I, 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 I eat shit every time I do it. <laughs> I just also don't want to be on TikTok anymore. I'm way too old. I feel perverted. Can't we just not do social media anymore? It'd be nice. I mean, you do TikTok. You do videos and I'm like, bless. I don't have the energy for like what it takes to actually edit a video. Like I thought TikTok... Like, when you see good TikTok, and TikTok really is, like, editing and putting the pieces together and doing whatever, I was like, I ain't got that. I ain't got that skill. It's for free. Yeah. yeah, yeah for yeah, free. Yeah. We're at yeah. the point in our, in our careers where we're just like, how much is this? Are you going to pay me to do that thing? Okay. And yeah. It's, that. Uh, otherwise. Someone just asked me to do a 15-minute set at a show on a Friday or Saturday in, in October, and I'm like, oh, what's the pay? Oh, there's no pay. You're going to – I'm sorry. I, I, I feel like promoters are crazy in the city. You got to give something. $20. Yeah. At a minimum $20. There's no more free shows anymore. Not, yeah. after the pandemic, not after making money on Zoom. That Every show, you must be giving them something. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, is there any... Sorry, I just want to... One last question yeah, about, no. like, the ghosting thing. Is there... I mean, any... Like, do you guys have any theories outside of, like, we live in a continent of cowards? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, how... Like, why is this so pervasive? Because it seems, I don't know, is it people just like, is it like dystopia and everyone's just like, I'm going to fucking settle into the mud of dystopia and just be the shittiest person possible? I, I literally, the the guy that wrote me that email was trying to blame himself and do the whole, I'm just in a bad place right now. I didn't know how to say it. It's like, I don't give a fuck. You're a piece of shit. Like there's no, <laughs> no way around. Like, my thing that really pisses me off, it's like, we are on our phones 3,000 hours a day. <laughs> yep. Can't for fucking 10 seconds be like, hey, this is super shitty. 
I'm in a fucked up headspace right now. I cannot continue to talk to you. I am so sorry. That's it. Like, it's like, of course, I'm going to be pissed. Either way, I'm going to be pissed off. But it's like, I think people just are using this whole, oh, poor me. It's my, I'm in a bad headspace. No, now you put me in a bad headspace. <laughs> I was doing well. Now uh-huh. you such a fucking way where I'm like, I cannot look at a man. Every man that talks to me now or like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be ghosted by any man any any point now. I'm just ready for it. So I'm like, I, I don't like, I literally said this the other day and this is uh, so sad. I haven't been in love in probably the tattoo guy was the last guy that I was in love with. Don't think he loved me. So that's embarrassing. Um, I don't know. I, I can't see myself falling in love again. Hmm. I feel like my soul has been sucked out of my oh. head. Oh, no, that's so awful. I, I, I love know that. Yeah. Dog. I love my dog so much and I will do anything for my fucking dog. That's love. I I can't picture loving a man right now. And I've tried to be gay. I've tried so many times. I've eaten a few <laughs> women. I keep keep going for it. I, I'm trying. So if you've got any tips to help me like women, please, for the love of God. I was thinking about getting to pegging. I'm like, maybe that's my next thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going I'm going hard now. We're going, we're just going right to pegging. I'm gonna buy some penises. Oh boy, my fly swatter. Um <laughs> Fly. Maybe get the fly swatter involved. Yeah, maybe maybe it's because I have flies in my house. That's why people don't want me. <laughs> I'm a pile of shit and flies are in my house. Um, I But I will say this. I do relate to that feeling. And I actually kind of went through that feeling shortly before I met Andy. That is not me being like, hold on, sister. But it is that. But I do think it's like. I always say it's like men can smell when you don't give a fuck. When you put out a, when you when they know that they know that they can't break you. It's almost like they want you more. And so I'm convinced when you're out in the world and you're like, I hate you all stay away from me. They'll be like, hello, hello, Stephanie. Which yeah. I think, but also like, cause I, for a very long time, I felt like I was like, I will never find a man who is like smart enough and with it enough. That's what I thought. I was like, cause I was like, well, they're out here in their cube, but none of them are one trying to be in real relationships. And two, like, I feel like I have to keep trying to, uh, not diminish myself, but I just make myself smaller. Do you know what I mean? Like not be my normal self because I was so nervous about the person leaving. And I was like, well, if I have to do that, I hit a point where I was like, I don't want to do that. But if that's what it takes, then I'm just not going to have a person like that. Like, I was like, maybe I'll just, you know, uh, be. I'm at. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm, I've, I'm at the point now where I am like, I'm like, I'm happy. I like my life right now. I love my house. I'm like, the, the idea of a guy coming in here and slopping around his tank <laughs> all over my home makes me <laughs> sick. Just like wiping like, cum filled towels everywhere. The towel is going to be, I hope he rolls it up when he's done with it. Like, I hope it gets rolled up and doesn't just get shaken out. It's so disgusting. <laughs> you guys, I am upset. I am upset. I, I usually don't get to like be say the things I <laughs> I would say all the time I on know, the show. I know. Stephanie is giving you an opening. I, Stephanie is giving me an opening to, <laughs> to say the gross stuff that I used to say <laughs> in improv. In improv, you finding a guy that is funny that you can fucking riff with. This is my biggest thing. I, I, it is so rare to find a guy who's not like a stand-up because all the fucking person I'm around, I'm like, I'm not dating a fucking stand-up because it's their right. hell. But I'm like, I just, it's just so hard to find. Or a guy that's just nice it's just so rare so many men are cheating on their like good friend of mine i'm not gonna say who it is i mean the comedian she talks about it all the time but like she found her boyfriend texting a bunch of women when he was in the shower and i'm like i can't like i, I, I no one's to be trusted they live together they did it for three years like, i can't trust these people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm convinced that all the good ones are gone i honestly am i'm convinced well, 
It's too late now. I, I, I'm, I, I'm too far gone. It's too late. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you this, though. I think you got to let go of the tall thing. Because these tall men, I think, are the worst offenders. Because we, as women, have put tall on a pedestal. Like, tall guys know they're, like, a hot commodity. I'm convinced. They know they're a hot commodity. I'm telling you this, Stephanie. And I've got my, my lover, my tender lover, my a little bit shorter than me lover. And we're simpatico. I'm secure. You could. I'm. I'm. I know, honey. You fairly, know. You know I'm, how tall you are. I know. I know. You know. <laughs> Shorter than you doesn't doesn't bother me. <laughs> the guy that I am still talking to, he is he is a little bit taller than me. Very whisper. We're not saying we're not using the word tall for him. Yeah. Okay. I just I have such a self conscious issue with my body weight and size that Same. I just have to feel small. No, I. Girl, it's you are speaking my look. language. I'm not getting it. Yeah, I, just, I get I, it. I've never felt dainty. And I remember the first time Andy and I kissed. I go, is it weird that I'm taller than you? And Andy was like, it's weird for you, isn't it? Like, he just kind of, he's like, is that what it is? And I was like, no, no. Like, he's like, in a bed. And then we laid down. And then it was fine. And then I was <laughs> See, I'm always the big spoon. And I hate, I hate when I'm lying beside a guy and my body is so much higher up than his. I just feel, I don't want to feel like a monster. I, I, I don't like I it. I know. You got to go down low, though. I go down low. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I move myself yeah, your down. Your hanging. Your calves are hanging off the end of the bed. <laughs> I'm not that much shorter. Hold on. <laughs> you have an extra ottoman at the end of the bed for no reason. That's just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems like a good place. Why don't we take a break? When we get back, we're going to answer some of your advice questions. 
But this first one, okay, so they called up, and I saved that voicemail. And then two weeks later, they called again, <laughs> and everything had changed. So I'm going to just play oh. the addendum, because I think, and I think maybe, Steph, this might speak to some part of your heart, and you might have some good advice for this person. Uh, if nothing makes sense, ask me. <laughs> if... if, if this caller references something from the very first call. Oh my goodness! That doesn't make sense. Let me know, and I will, I will fill in. Steph's got it. She can get it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, Andy and Naomi. This is my third attempt at leaving a message about this. I just realized I keep leaving out important details. So, I called Dale a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago now, about a guy who I was really into, um, who was pursuing me pretty hard, but who wouldn't let me come over to his apartment. We've now broken up, and um, after just shittier and shittier behavior that didn't make a lot of sense, he kept bouncing back and forth between, you know, talking to me every day, texting me good morning, but then rescheduling our plans, seeming completely cold and chilly while we were spending time together, but then doing things like asking to meet my parents, asking to come to my master's program graduation, just very strange pattern of stuff. I was actually going to break up with him, and then he realized I was going to do it and broke up with me first on the day that I was going to do it. Um, so it's looking more and more like I got love-bombed. And since our breakup, which was only a week ago, I found out about several other women to whom it appears he's done this. Um, I've also seen text messages from these women that prove that he was lying to me pretty often about how he was spending his time, um, despite saying that we were exclusive and committed early on and just, you know, telling me all this shit about how I was, like, the best person he'd ever dated and all of that stuff. So part of me, you know, realizes that I'm in pain and that, you know, you kind of tend to want to lash out when you're in pain, but I'm just hearing from more and more people that he just does this. Um, I also have compelling evidence that he might be uh selling drugs um i don't know if you can say that legally on the air so please feel free to cut this part um anyway stuff keeps getting darker and darker and i think that he kind of needs to be taken down frankly he's very popular in the community that i live in has a lot of sway with different people in like popular businesses and yet he just seems to have this pattern with women and one of the women that kind of tried to come forward about some of the things he'd done to her, he made it look like she was a stalker and delusional. Like, I thought she was until she reached out to me. So I think he needs to be taken down. I don't know how to do it safely since he's so popular, but I just feel like, you know, karma is a bitch, and maybe the bitch is me, and maybe this has gone on long enough. So let me know if you have advice. Thanks so much. Wait, you want us to tell you how to take him down? Just <laughs> like- <laughs> a second. Yeah. Now this, okay, the love bombing thing is a very real thing that happens a lot. What this, is it? It's literally these guys like fucking act like you're the be all end all. They're up your ass, but they're doing it to like five other women at the exact same fucking time. They're just loving the attention. They like, also, these guys have great time management. If they're going to be texting five other, they have a spreadsheet. Like, what the fuck? Is- <laughs> <laughs> you know, just open up Excel. Yeah, look, it doesn't make any sense how they're texting. I text her at four. I'm meeting her at five. Blah, 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 whatever. All that. It's fucking psychotic. I don't even think it's worth it. I think this guy's a fucking waste of fucking time. He's wasted space. Here's the thing. A lot of men who are bad with women, like Tattoo Man, all my friends love him. 
Everyone loves him. All my guy comic friends are also friends with him. He's he's killing it in Canada. His career is going very well. But personally, he's a piece of shit with women. It doesn't matter. It's no one's going to care. No one gives a fuck. What you were going to try to ruin him with the businesses, it's not going to matter. No one's going to give a fuck. They didn't do it to them. If it wasn't done to them personally, no one gives a fucking rat's dick. So don't even bother fucking doing that. And just that's it. Move on. He's not even worth your fucking time or energy or thinking about him anymore. I agree. I agree. I say cut him off, cut him out. But also I am dying to know, is he the mayor? Is he city council president? When you say he's popular at businesses, what does that mean? What is this community you're in where he is like so popular? I need to know. Is, what what drugs is it? First of all, it's oh, legal. It's legal to say that someone <laughs> anonymously, like without giving their name. You selling drugs. You think he's selling drugs. That part's legal. Like if, if you're like dox them, then <laughs> yes, I think that's probably like, I, is that even illegal? That's probably just not good. I don't know. What is he selling? Like Coke? Isn't there like a two, two, two tips line? Like if you want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to honestly call the police that, I mean, that's an option. If you want to pick that way, but I don't know. No, I think you should be free. I don't don't want to get the cops involved. Also let him go. Like he is, cause here's the thing. He, he did you dirty and now he's still taking, he is in your head rent free. Yeah. Okay. He is taking up space rent free. He doesn't deserve it. He does not deserve it. And and like, you know, I'm surprised that you guys, again, this community, like this community you're in, like how you were able to find so many other women so quickly. So, again, it's getting around. It's getting around, obviously, among other women. So maybe he will reach a point where it's like people are going to stop dating him locally. But again, the way love bombing works, it makes you feel special. It makes you feel like, well, maybe he did something bad to somebody in the past. But look at how he's being so sweet to me. And that's and, yes. how it works. That's and- why it works. And I, I look at the way he made you think of that other woman when she did nothing wrong. See, that's what they do. They make other people feel crazy. So he's probably doing that exact same thing about her. Blah, blah, blah. It's like fucking crazy. She won't leave me alone. I broke up with her. Now she's up my ass. Like, this is just his pattern. This man, it doesn't matter what you do. This is what this man does. He's not going to change. And he will continue to find a woman that will fall back into this. And he's going to keep doing this. this is, that's just who he is. That's it. Yeah. yeah. yeah in, in the absence of him actually doing something illegal, Outside of drug deal, I mean something like that's like wrong, like uh, like right. Instead of him committing a crime against one of these women, right? Yes, it's this is like we we get these questions every once in a while where it's just like where it's like uh, there's not really much you can. It's not illegal to be shitty. It's not illegal (laughs) to be shitty. You can just be an asshole. It sucks that there are so many assholes out there, right? But it's not anything you can. And also, like it's just like cops are shitheads too. Like you really (laughs) want to involve. Cops. No. I mean, the best thing I can think of is getting like your local Ronan Farrow on the on the beat. <laughs> your local Ronan expose. We need a long, <laughs> hard hitting article about the local philanthropist. Try uh, contacting Babe.net or whatever is the. <laughs> that does nothing. Whatever no. is the one that 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 publishes spurious accounts. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I'm sorry that it happened to you, and like I'm glad you're actually free from it. Even if you feel not good, you actually are very lucky to be free from this person yes, yes and i don't know if you really want to break his window like midnight no, I don't throw want... a rock Mm-mm. i'm not saying it's it's this is illegal so i'm not saying you should do it i'm just suggesting if it is something that keeps bothering yeah but you. see he litigious you could tell he litigious he the kind of person who will call the cops and be like see look what she did to me i'm a victim now will everybody pay attention to me and treat me like i'm delicate Next question. Okay, here we go. This is the one. So luckily, luckily in quotes, someone ghosted me yesterday for a podcast interview. So I had time. So I edited this one down from like seven minutes. 
Here we go. So, again, if something doesn't make sense in this one, let me know, because maybe I edited it out too oh, much. Oh, Stephanie, we love you. <laughs> hey, Andy and Naomi. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you my name or not, but whatever. Fuck it. Um, my name is Autumn. <laughs> I love, 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 love your podcast. I'm calling in because... I found, I'm in my 20s, I'm 27, and I've found that people who have survived their 20s and are cool people in their 30s are typically better at giving <laughs> advice. So anyway, I'm, I'm in kind of a dilemma. Um, it's with relationship stuff and like dating stuff, but also with um, like one of my best friends and like her new friend who she's made friends with this past year. Basically, I'll start by saying that I have been single since I was about 20, 21. Um, I, the first two relationships that I had in my late teens, early 20s were like really, really toxic. So yeah. So basically, I, I think I'm a commitment phobe. I just like people in relationships give me severe anxiety. I, um, and I'm also a bi woman, so there are very few men that, like, don't repulse me. (laughs) Um, I also am feeling kind of weird about all of the whole thing because of being, living through a pandemic for almost two years now. I just don't even, and, and being single for so long, I just don't even know, like, what to do. Like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I love being single, but <laughs> it's also, like, I just don't even know what I want or <laughs> when it's going to happen or, like, I'm not looking for anything, but I don't know. I'm, like, really kind of lost in that department. Um and and one of the things about it that kind of, like, irks me, and I know it sounds probably irrational or immature, but because my my few, like, close circle of best friends are either dating or, like, seeing people, um, I just don't really have any insight unless, like, like I feel like they've stopped coming to me, like, for advice on, on stuff because... They have because their friends are also dating, so they just talk with each other about it. And and I feel like one of the things that like my best one of my best friends and I, who she's made like kind of a new friend, um, and I just feel like kind of like I'm third wheeling because I <laughs> am living at home temporarily for the first time since I was a senior in high school, and um, I'm not dating and I'm not seeing anyone because of COVID, but also because I don't know. My my hometown is Cleveland, and it fucking sucks. Sorry to anybody else who's from Cleveland or lives in Cleveland, but I hate it. Yeah, I just can't. I just feel like I really can't relate. <laughs> I I just have this like really like tainted view of relationships, and I want to be able to like talk about this stuff with my friends. And I also I don't know what I should do or like where I should start in terms of like being able to have a healthy relationship with someone one day you're both the best all right okay this was a journey <laughs> but also we went nowhere do you know what i mean to both be on a journey but also standing still yeah it just sounds like 
don't go in a relationship then. Don't do anything until you don't want to. I don't know why sweetheart you're not gonna, even if you were straight all men are gross <laughs> i hate to break you every man is compulsive so join the club also all my friends are married with children uh, buddy i got no one to talk to i don't want to tell you right now this is welcome to hell welcome to fucking reality i don't want uh, all my only advice is don't, why do you care so much you're you're so young you're 27 you're still in your fucking prime just have fun just yeah. have fun you don't need to be in a, don't be a relationship then get new friends that's a problem get out of cleveland right and then start your life somewhere else. not bad well for autumn it is and i get it that feeling where it's like because i agree because i was like Ooh, that's a good name for a book autumn and cleveland oh my god that is it's a collection of short stories uh-huh. um but i feel like it's for real like she because she says she's like i don't really want to be in a relationship but how do i get in a relationship but you don't want to be in one. She wants her friends. This is the thing. This is for what I got from this call is that w- what she is missing is her friends. And, and they're that, all coupled and up. And they're all coupled up and they only talk to each other about the relationship stuff because Autumn is single. And so they don't go to Autumn with like, uh, he leaves his to- this towel on the ground. I don't know what's going on with this towel. <laughs> I never. I, I should ask about why is, there, why is there this towel on the ground? And why is it so crusted uh, in the middle of it? but like they're each going to each other and so she doesn't have uh, a significant other she doesn't have her friends around she's back home right with her parents for the first time right right and that's isolating and so i think it's all of those things at once that are impacting her right right right, that's what i'm getting from this and that it is like if one of those things were okay Maybe she wouldn't feel like this. Yes, she wouldn't be like even feeling self conscious about not being in a relationship. So, what's the easiest thing to fix? The friends. That's easy. You go to the your your closest one and be like, "Hey, I miss the fact that like we don't talk." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, inviting. I don't know. Again, twenty seven seems so young to me. That's like, what am I saying? But this idea of like, can you and I hang out just us? Because that could also be a part of this too. You know, like when people is like to hang out with one person is to hang out with them and their partner. And I even can't stand that now as someone who has been in a relationship almost 13 years. Like, I'm like, if you ask me to hang out, I don't just bring Andy. Right. That's like, nah, (laughs) that's not it. And like when friends do that, I actually get very mad. Do you you still have a joke about that? Kind of. It's really, it was never really a joke. It was just me yelling. So I kind of stopped doing it. It's good. (laughs) You got to bring that back. So fucking bad. Uh, uh, No, no, no. You got to bring that back. I was like, fuck, like leave him at home, you know, but. No, I like that joke so much. So I think you have to <laughs> I think you have to be direct and say that if you want to. And then I also think that, you know, this is where this is where ha- our online world can be kind of helpful and like I'm sure there are other people in Cleveland who also hate Cleveland and just want to like go hang out and do stuff. You the know what I mean? The anti-Drew carries. The anti people who don't say Cleveland rocks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can like find some people to meet up with outside at a coffee shop or whatever. I mean, based on when this note was sent, I'm sure she hadn't even been vaxxed yet. So maybe things have opened up. It wasn't that long ago. Well, because she was like, I've been in the pandemic two years. And so I just assumed it was like partially COVID. And I'm like, like, or the beginning of this year, end of last year. Okay. Well then there should have been a vax. So like, you need to be out, out here, you know what I mean? Like sitting outside, just vaxxed and relaxed and just find a way to just sort of do some other things. And, also, hopefully by now, you're no longer living at your parents' house. Yeah. You got to let us know. I want that follow-up. I want to know where you're living now and if you're out and about. And quite honestly, to me, it's like to not want a relationship is the greatest freedom. 
If you don't want a relationship, I'm like, don't make yourself want it. Like, you are literally free. It's nice. And again, what you said, when you don't want it, shit comes around. So fucking don't want it. Don't even be bothered. Don't even be bothered. Does she not want a relationship? Does she not want any of it? Does she just want to, like, hook up with people? I know you guys can't answer that question, but, like... I don't know! But the point is, she's not over here being like, who's gonna love me? You know? But it's like... Oh, she just sitting over and over how she doesn't know what she wants. That means then don't force it. You don't, you don't have to know. You're yeah. so young. You do not need to know what you want in a relationship right now. Exactly. Yeah. Just, Steph, are you okay just hooking up with like other people you just want to hook up with and then you're like, get out of oh, here? Yeah. I, 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 the problem is I can really do that. And I know a lot of men don't believe that women can do that. And I'll tell you right now. Yeah. There are, <laughs> well, there are a couple comics right now that there's one that I was so close. I know he's got a relationship and I was gonna be like, hey, if you ever just want to fuck, and that's it. <laughs> like, we don't, no sleepovers. You come over. We fuck after show. You go home. Ta-ta. Bob, your uncle, Andrew, Like, that's all I want to do. <laughs> Literally all I want to do. But I'm like, I, I think men think, oh, you're going to get attached. No, I'm not. I'm just horny and I want to fuck. And that's it. <laughs> so how does that work? Meaning, how are you able to not get attached? Is it because you've set the parameters up top versus when you know you've been talking to somebody and they like, fall off yeah i think it's if you could do a parameters thing but it's like i always think one person might get attacked it's hard it's very it's very hard to do i haven't done it in a while it's hard to but you can though is it that you find the guy attractive but his personality is just like eh? yeah i I just there's like specific people where i know i would not want to date them but i just want to fuck the shit out of them and that's Uh it Uh 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 i wouldn't want people to know i was fucking them like a little secret thing (laughs) (laughs) Towel man's a secret thing. Uh-huh. People don't know who Towel man is. Right, 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 right. And that's, <laughs> and that's definitely how that should stay. Yeah. Oh, it's got to stay like that. <laughs> well, no. Couples therapy sleuths, get on it. Don't figure you out, dare. Figure out who this, we know his age, and we know his Andy, sexual you are proclivities. A ni- you are a nightmare. <laughs> you are a nightmare. That will not happen, Steph. Never in a million years. No, 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 no. Our listeners are very nice. They would never, uh-huh. they would never pry. Uh-huh. This artist once ripped me off, and I begged them, please do not go after the guy, and they did not. Aww. But they, but they were like, because it's so funny, because a couple of people, they wrote me, they messaged me, they're like, should we really not go after him? <laughs> like, they asked me, because, you know, I'm vindictive, and I'll send you after a bitch. But I said, no, don't go after him. Andrew means it. <laughs> but it was so funny when they were like, are you sure? Because we'll do it. <laughs> I literally outed three people's full names on my Slavs podcast because they uh, I got accused of stealing my Marcy character from a 10-year-old YouTube video that i never seen in my life that has 400 views. Um, <laughs> they accused me. They like tagged me on Twitter saying I was trash. Two women. Two fucking women. One a big actress. She's like 735K followers. I said I was a piece of shit. How dare a woman say from a woman? And this other woman DM me this horrible thing. And I like send them these big paragraphs back. And then some guy named John Scratches on Instagram. Guess what? I'm going to say it. I don't give a fuck. Because John Scratches went through my Instagram and commented on every comment people wrote saying I'm trash. I'm shit. I stole it from this what? video. I'm like, buddy, do some research. I'm like, my Marcy. I'm like, it, it, a woman can do a butch character named Marcy. That's not groundbreaking. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's a pretty standard character. There's three butch names. That's one of them. <laughs> Also, my Marcy is like jokes I do on stage about men. And I'm like, if you had done any research or watched any of my other videos, you would see that I, in fact, did not steal from your Marcy, who is a stunt double, who has nothing to do with my Marcy. 
Anyways, they've calmed down, but I've been like fully fucking saying their names. I'm like, fuck you. If you're going to say, if you're going to call my page publicly, right, 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 right. Tag me and everything saying I'm trash and that I'm shit, that I'm a thief. I'm like, yeah, guess what? <laughs> I'm going to say your name. Yeah. I just want to know why Sigourney Weaver would do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ariel Kebble is her name. I don't know who this woman is. That's wild. That's wild. I, I hate that. I really hate that. That happened to a friend of mine who's a comic. Somebody wrote him saying that he stole from her. But the best part is, is that he is deaf. And dis- and this is like pre-captions where he was like, he's like, well, I certainly never heard her joke. <laughs> and I have any idea what she's doing. No idea what she's up to. And she like wrote him and he was like, but he had the fucking receipts where he was like, here's a clip of me doing this joke from like three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and she oh. backed off. Thank I goodness. Mean, but I, come on. my whole thing was like, I'm like, I wish there was a way to see. I can't you see who's watched the YouTube video. I'm like, I've, I'm like, also like, you're really giving this person credit thinking that I watched a YouTube video from 10 years ago. <laughs> right, right. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Oh, my uh, goodness. Anyway. Steph, 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 Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> this was just, you're just a dang delight. I like you so much. And I hope I can see you soon. And Nuzzle Please. Susan, that's your ah. dog. Yes. For the and listener. My, and my lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, hope you enjoy this episode. See you next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.